you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey there, everybody. It is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast, where, like Stephen A. Smith, we've also been approached about a run for Senate. It's me, your man, MJ Marcus Grant, alongside Michael F. Florio, producer Randy at the controls. And because it is summer, we have a special guest. I will introduce him in just a moment. But want to kind of clean this up. It's Tuesday. You know, we usually come to you on Wednesday, uh, but uh, just, you know, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, the next couple of days, we have the NFL Media Talent Summit, which I wish I could tell you was way more exciting than it actually is. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you out there who are listening to this show, you know, your, your companies have all hands off-site meetings. Um, this is pretty much that. We spent the next couple of days hearing about all the things we did well, all the things that we need to do better. Uh, and I think Michael Irvin does a couple of trust falls in there somewhere. I'm not really sure. Uh, but that's what's going on. So, f- so instead of uh, doing our show on Wednesday, we're doing it to you on Tuesday. We thought about holding it and releasing it tomorrow. But uh, Florio, you know our luck. Uh, if we were to do that, then chances are, you know, 
all hell would break loose. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield would get traded for each other. Deshaun Watson would be suspended for three years. Like, if we just held this show back, like, literally all the news in the world would happen if we waited a day. I think they're waiting on that news to announce it until we pre-record a podcast. And then mm-hmm. they're like, now, go, release yep. that news. You know, I I know that Roger Goodell is a huge fan of this show. I know he's he can't miss it. And I think he waits until uh, until we're done <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to have some things out. Uh, but anyway, let's, uh, let's get to our guest. As I mentioned, uh, we have a cavalcade of fantasy stars throughout the entire summer. Uh, some folks that you probably do know, some folks maybe you don't. Uh, and if you don't, we're always glad to introduce them to you. Uh, this is a guy that I have had the chance to meet I uh, originally had to meet, you know, over the internet. I was kind of, you know, following his work, and he was following mine, and, and we became sort of Twitter friends. And then last week, I had a chance to finally meet him in person because he is our new coworker. You know him probably from Twitter at Real Deal Fantasy. Uh, he's in so many different spots, but now he's also a researcher at NFL Media. It is Laquan Jones, LQ uh, one. Uh, I guess congratulations on getting the gig. Welcome to Los Angeles, and welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. This is awesome. This is great, man. Uh, I love you guys. I love the show and happy to be here and talk some fire content. Yeah, man. Uh, so I got to ask you, because like I said, you, you you live out on the East Coast. You're moving. You're in the process of moving to Los Angeles. And in, in the meantime, you've started the job. Uh, I got I, I to gotta kind of give you a hard time because you tweeted you had been in here. You've been out here a couple of days. And uh, one day you tweeted, uh, got my first taste of welcome to L.A. trash ass. 405 traffic um <laughs> did you you I, I guess you didn't really understand you thought we were making it up huh we talked about how bad the traffic on the 405 was you didn't really believe us now you believe us don't you yeah i, I believe everything you guys say <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was absolutely terrible and it was a small taste that day and like i'm sitting here i'm like what is going on like nobody's moving like just yep. go what's no. stopping you but Oh my God. I was so stressed. And I was just like, I do not want to do this at like five o'clock leaving work, going home. Like that's an hour and away. Like, no, no, I'm not ready for the traffic. Yeah. I will say that you learn, you learn tricks. One, you'll, you might learn some alternate routes. You might try that occasionally, yeah. or you'll just, you'll, you'll catch up on a lot of podcasts. It's probably <laughs> what's going to happen. Absolutely. Um, it made me think though. So, I mean, Florio, you, you know, you were a native New Yorker. You came out here from New York. Um, did you have like a welcome to LA moment sort of like where, whether it's traffic or celebrity sighting or something like, did you have like your special welcome to LA moment? Yeah. Uh, the, the traffic one, not as much. Cause there's, there's, tra- it's not as bad as out here, but there's traffic in New York. Uh, like that's pretty bad. Um, for me, I would say it was like the second month I was out here. Um, a couple of friends were in town and we were like just hitting up some tourist spots and we were on Abbott Kinney. And we walked by and someone was like, that's Johnny Knoxville. And he was just like in a kid store, like shopping (laughs) for whatever he was shopping for. And he turned around and there was like six of us just looking at him. And then he just turned back to whatever he was looking at. (laughs) And I was like, oh, they're like normal people who we're just going to. And although I will say that kind of spoiled me because I haven't just seen a celebrity in the wild since. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you you see them every so often. I've, you know, I've seen, I think I saw Jimmy Smith at an In-N-Out uh, I saw Tyra Banks at a Jamba Juice once. Um, you know, you just kind of see them. When you, you live here long enough, you'll kind of start to see them in certain places. Uh, wow. I, I will say that for me, as a Bay Area kid, I mean, I had been to Los Angeles plenty growing up in the Bay Area. But my first, like when I lived here, when I moved here in college, I think my first one was going to Hollywood and realizing that Hollywood kind of sucks. 
Yes. Um, uh, you know, I just I remember like in college, we, we all decided on a Friday night to go see a movie at the Chinese theater. And I was super excited. We drove over to Hollywood. And I'm like, ew. And I think in the years since, the best description I've heard of Hollywood is that it's it's sort of like a dive bar in that like you go to Hollywood at night and there's lights and there's music and there's people and you're like, this place is kind of cool. And then you see it with the lights on. You're like, this place is awful. Why was I here? <laughs> um, so uh, LQ, if you ever get out to Hollywood, which at some point you should at least see it, go check it yeah, out. Uh, just be prepared. Uh, I will also tell you that it's a lot nicer now than it was, say, 20 years ago, but it's still very much like the dive bar of L.A. <laughs> cities. Um, I, I cop it to Times Square all the time. Like yeah. you, oh, you, you yeah. go there. If you live here, you for me, at least you only go there when people from out of town come <laughs> in and they're like, I have to see it. Like I did the walk of stars markets like six times the first year I was out mm -hmm. here. I never want to see those stars again. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't need to see them again. It's fine. There's just a whole bunch of stars on the street like. If you walk it long enough, you may, you know, you'll see some people that you know that you recognize. Um, you know, I guess you can go to the Chinese theater and take a picture with a dude in a Spider-Man outfit if you want. Um, <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe Spider-Man will get in a fight over territory with Batman, uh, something like that. Uh, oh, yes, Randy Boyd brings up the point. If you are anywhere, if you're in Hollywood, if you're in Venice, wherever it is, if somebody hands you a CD, don't take it. Um, <laughs> it's, somebody trying to, it's somebody trying to go Master P on you and sell their music out of their trunk. Oh my gosh! Uh, I I quick story. I actually did it once. I I went to a dispensary and I bought the CD from the guy working there and I put it in my car and I listened to it for like five minutes. I'm like, this is awful. And just, <laughs> that's five dollars. That's five dollars. I'll never get back. Yeah. I got got at a mall in New York once and then I found the the workaround was just being like, oh, I don't have cash on me. I only got my card. But now I think some of them carry like those card readers. Yeah, and I'm you, like, yeah, like no way am I doing that? Or you could like you know Venmo them or something like that. <laughs> <New> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right. Um, I know people didn't come to listen to the show to hear us talk about our L.A. stories, even though they're fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, we do have some stuff to talk about. We will do another fantasy draft of things because those have gone really well. We have been pleasantly surprised at the, uh, the reaction those have gotten. So we'll do another one of those. But uh, let's start with a little bit of offseason chatter because, again, this is sort of the dead period. This is, uh, you know, I know there's mini camps and stuff going on, but there's really no actual news. Uh, so we got some off-season chatter. Uh, we'll start in Las Vegas, where Josh Jacobs is always a, a source of discussion. He's always a, a focal point of discussion in fantasy. But a report by Vic Tafer of The Athletic says that the Raiders are considering a running back by committee approach. Now, Josh Jacobs has always been a guy that people are so, so on. Uh, at last check uh, on Fantasy Football Calculator, his ADP was late fourth rounds, 4.10. So, LQ, with this, this talk that the Raiders could go committee situation, late fourth round for Josh Jacobs, are you feeling that or nah? Nah, I'm going to say, <laughs> like, I'm, I, it's a little nasty. Like, my fingers get sticky, like, just thinking about even pressing the draft on him because it's like, I'd rather take guys that are going around him. Like, I'd rather take a Damian Harris. I'll take a James Conner, or I'll just wait around later and get an A.J. Dillon. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Just we're hearing reports he's unlikely to get the bell cow role. And, you know, they're bringing in Josh McDaniels with these running backs. You got Brandon Bolden, Amir Dula. Like, obviously, they're investing in the passing game. And then they went and drafted Amir White. So it's like nothing's really attractive about him. Like, I can't sit there and say, hey, this is my RB1 or RB2, and I'm happy about it. I mean, 
how, how are you feeling about it, Florio? Are you the same? I mean, is is there hope for Josh Jacobs? Are we? <laughs> is he going to sink to a point that you feel like you can be okay drafting him? Uh, he'd have to fall even further, I think, because I'm, I'm agreeing. I don't really want any. I've never been a big Josh Jacobs guy because of the pass game usage. And, and I understand last year you you can make the argument he was top five in running back catches, but I think last year broke perfect for Josh Jacobs. I mean, Darren Waller missed a whole bunch of time. Uh, their receivers got cut thin right early in the season, and they weren't really ever to replace that. It's also kind of why I'm souring on Hunter Renfro, because I just don't know if those guys are going to get the same opportunities now with the healthy Waller, with Devontae Adams, who's going to get 150-plus targets. And, like, yeah, they threw the ball to Josh Jacobs, but then they went out and they brought in Brandon Bolden, who had more catches than carries last year. And, and they brought in Amir Abdullah, who was used as a pass-catching specialist, which to me tells me that they're not comfortable using Josh Jacobs as a three-down back. Well, yeah. and on, on top of it, you talk about, you know, Waller being hurt and, and all the other receivers not being there. I mean, I'll throw in the fact that Kenyon Drake was sort of in and out of the lineup, too, and they brought him in as a guy who could catch the football a little bit, and he was not consistently in the lineup for the Raiders, and that, that certainly had an impact on things. So, but you, you sort of mentioned some of the guys, right? I mean, Drake, in theory, is going to be there and back and healthy. Brandon Bolden is going to be there as the Raiders try to create Patriots West, I guess. Uh, Amir Abdullah. <laughs> Who his his one great moment in the NFL is still the cut he made in a preseason game that like blew away fantasy Twitter and like draft boosted him up draft boards and he was really never heard from again. Then they drafted Samir White. So Florio, any of those guys, obviously being late round guys, but any of them hold any interest for you? Not really. To me, I, I think this is more a situation that maybe one of these guys could blossom off the waiver wire as the year goes on, but. As long as Josh Jacobs there, all of these guys are in a very limited role. I, I could see if, like, say, Bolden, who has that rapport with uh, with McDaniels there, if if he was to, you know, get all the third, the three down work, uh, third down work and the two-minute drill stuff, then maybe he could be, like, a solid flex option at times. But I'm really not too interested in any of the backups here as of now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's 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 a muddled situation. Um, you know, yeah. it kind it, it of – LQ, it's kind of like shades of Miami, right? Like, you got all those running backs in Miami that we don't really know what to do with. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, Florio doesn't seem to be all in on him. Do you have a plan? Do you have any interest anywhere deeper on the depth I, chart? I, I, I might. I might stash one of these guys. Like, I can't think off the top of my head who it will be because one of these guys might get cut during camp. But it's like, if I learned anything from last season, like, running backs are going to go down. Like, we were basically at the point where Amir Dula was looking like an attractive star. So it might be him where I have to stash him just on based on, you know, some type of injuries happening. I'm never going to turn my nose up at a guy further down on the depth chart as somebody who a few years ago rostered Patrick Laird late in the season <laughs> to try and sneak into the playoffs. Spoiler alert, I did not sneak into the playoffs with Patrick Laird. Just that out there. <laughs> um, moving on to Dallas, uh, I keep saying that during the the off season, pretty much every fantasy relevant skill position player has like his own day on fantasy Twitter, and it appeared that Monday was Tony Pollard Day. Uh, I guess by extension, Ezekiel Elliott Day. That's because there was talk that Tony Pollard is looking at maybe working out at receiver. During OTAs, he just wants to get on the field more. He just wants more opportunities. He understands that Zeke is still the lead back there in Dallas, and he's always going to kind of be playing in his shadow. Laquan, I, 
I feel like every offseason we get a couple of stories like this, right? Of a running back who's switching to wide receiver. This guy's going to play in the slot more. And it feels like a lot of smoke, right? Like we talk about it and it never really materializes. And even even those guys who end up kind of being sort of part-time slot receivers, it rarely is – it really feels like enough to be actually valuable for our purposes. So – with all this talk of Tony Pollard maybe being the slot receiver, are you putting any credence behind it, or is this is this just you know things we say in June? It's things we say in June, Marcus. It's nothing <laughs> that we need to pay attention to. I mean, honestly, it's great that he's working out his slot. It's great that he wants more opportunities. But when it comes down to the fantasy draft, I'm not looking to have his stock rise to where it's like, for what? I'm going for Zeke. Like, I'm drafting Zeke so confidently, it's not even funny. Like, his discount right now is great, and I love, you know, everything about Zeke before he got hurt. Let's say that, the four games that he had. <laughs> he was on track to, you know, have a, a great year. He's looking slimmer. He's looking faster. But then the injury happened. So, you know, Tony Pollard steps in. He has his one game where he puts up, like, 23 points against the fourth worst, you know, defense against the run, against running backs. And fantasy, they were giving up 22 fantasy points last year, and it's the Chargers. So, therefore, he had that one big game, and then we never really had a fantasy-relevant year, I mean, after that. So, I'm pretty good off of Tony Pollard. <laughs> uh, Florio, I know how you feel about Zeke and that you are pretty much avoiding him when and where possible. Does this Ooh. does this change your mind at all about him? I mean, I guess I guess I guess this is sort of a corollary. Like, do you believe this is really going to happen? And if it really does happen, does it change how you feel about Zeke? Uh, it doesn't change how I feel about Zeke. It really doesn't change how I feel about Pollard either. I guess it's a good thing in the sense that, like, because Pollard is limited on how many snaps he can get out of the backfield it's it doesn't hurt for him to be able to line up elsewhere and potentially get other opportunities uh but you mentioned it this is just what happens in june it's like june gloom right like uh he's at least i know what that the is top of, yeah i was gonna, say, I was gonna <laughs> warn you about that oh it's it's been gloomy here uh the last couple of days but this is at least the third running back like Saquon Barkley there was a report that he was lining up out wide at times Dalvin Cook I believe was the other one that we've seen a report to me it's it's like because it's early June you're trying to limit the amount of like hits these guys could take potentially and also like it these guys are we know what they can do as a running back it doesn't hurt to have another skill set but I I question how much it's actually going to translate into games yeah I'm, I'm sort of with you guys on that like I just feel like this is a thing that you know I feel like this is Tony Pollard sort of wish casting, right? He's, he's, he's out there saying, I want to line up in the slot. I'm willing to do this. I, this is what I can do to help the ball club. Um, and it's a great attitude to have. I'm sure the coaches are certainly all about it. Like, hey, we want you to help. We want you to be involved as much as possible. But I think when it comes to it, and they're actually playing actual real games that count, um, we may see it a handful of times. It'll be one of those things where they sort of uh, throw it in there maybe as a wrinkle, but I just don't think – it's going to be a major, major part of their offense. Side note to this, uh, and I've seen this a few times this morning on Twitter. Uh, talk from Mike McCarthy that Dak Prescott might be running a little bit more. And Mike, you and I kind of talked about this last week, I think it was, where you know uh, he's he's a little bit more healthy, right? He's he's a full year removed from that awful leg injury he had, and maybe that means. He runs a little bit more. I mean, so I know you and I talked about it. Laquan, does this – I don't know how you feel about Dak. Is this something that you're going to factor in if he actually becomes more of a runner again? Um, 
I like Dak. I like for what he is. I honestly, personally, don't want him to run more just so he could stay upright and stay on the field. I mean, if I'm drafting Dak, I'm drafting him for, you know, for them to be the number one scoring offense and for them to be a high power offense to get these guys spread the ball around where we have multiple players on the offense, fantasy relevant. And for him to be running, I don't see him built like a Josh Allen that can run over a linebacker and keep going. I feel as though Dak needs to stay in the pocket and stay healthy. So I'm not for it, but if he's running more, you know, great. But I'm just going to be worried every single Sunday putting him in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see whether or not this happens right now. Again, this this could be things said in June. Maybe that's a new segment for the show. Like, you know, <laughs> things we say in June, like, you know, and, and whether or not they actually happen once we get to, like, September or yeah. October. Um, Up in Seattle, there's a quarterback battle. Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith and Drew Locke are, are fighting it out. I know early on there was talk that Geno Smith was kind of the number one and he looked like he was on track to start now. Maybe Drew Locke has gotten back in the fray through a couple of haymakers and uh, is kind of getting back into things. But, Mike, it looks like there's going to be a legitimate quarterback battle throughout the summer and into the early fall with these two. Uh, I, I asked this last week uh, with stepmom Lauren about the potential quarterback battle in Pittsburgh. I will ask you this one. I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but in the interest of just putting this information out to our listeners, are either of these guys draftable? And I'm talking just basic one QB leagues. Are either of these guys draftable? Hard no. No, <laughs> not not at all. Like, even in the Superflex, I think these guys are more like backups or, or, or desperation, yeah. like QB2s. But no, I, I mean, I, and I do think, though, Seattle is firmly going to go into the season with these guys. Like, we're hearing reports that uh, Baker potentially to Carolina is heating up. But the, the Seahawks have two first-round picks next year. I think they know, hey, let's – I'm not saying Pete Carroll's going to be like, let's lose. But I'm, I'm thinking like, they know <laughs> what they are this year, and they know their, their quarterback of the future is probably in next year's draft. I, I wonder, do they know who they are? Because Pete Carroll seems to be talking out <laughs> loud. Like, they're ready oh. to compete. Like – you know, like they're not in the same division with the defending Super Bowl champions and the, you know, the other team that played in the NFC championship game. Like he acts like they're not in the same division with two of the best teams in the NFC uh, and the Cardinals who are no slouch. I mean, he's he's talking like they are legitimately going to, to compete. Uh, I mean, Pete, I love you. Look, man, like you brought me so much joy at USC winning national championships and, and, and fight on forever. and We will love you. But, bro. You guys are a long way from being competitive right now within the division. Um, so that being said, Laquan, obviously we're not drafting either Drew Locke or Geno Smith unless you're in the most desperate of situations. But one of these guys is going to be the starting quarterback this year. We are still, though, drafting their wide receivers, even if the ADPs for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are lower than what we've seen in recent years. These guys are still going to get drafted. Yeah. Is there one of these quarterbacks that you would prefer over the other to help out those wide receivers? Um, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to go with the guy that's been in the system already. We've seen what he put on tape in the Seahawks jersey. I actually liked, you know, what I saw from Geno at times. You know, he's still playing a little – I wouldn't say draw back, but he's airing it out at times. DK was making some plays. You know, Ty Lockett was getting involved as well. And I feel as though, you know, Gino will give them the best chance to win games. I mean, they may win four to six games with him. <laughs> Drew Lock, they're winning two games, flat out. Two, day, two games with Drew Lock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have a preference? I, 
I guess Gino's my pick. I don't know if you have a preference, if you feel strongly one way or another, Florio. This might sound like a cop-out. I, I feel like Tyler Lockett would be better with Geno Smith because he relies a little bit more on like precision and stuff like that. And, and I feel like Drew Locke's the type of quarterback that would just air it out like 10 times a game and be like, DK, make a catch. So Locke might be better suited for DK's skill, uh, skill set. Uh, but I, I agree. I, I, I think Geno overall is, is the better of the, the two options here. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I mean, look, I, I know he hasn't he never became the quarterback that people thought he would be when he was drafted, but give him credit for having hung around the NFL this long. Right. And and at least least holding down backup jobs. And and look, he had a couple of decent games last year when, uh, when Russell Wilson got hurt. So, you know, he is, he's at least a competent backup. You could put him in, in the game and feel like you, you know, he's not going to completely sink the ship for you. So I guess there's that. Uh, he has confidence. He has more confidence yeah, than Drew Locke. He, he absolutely he has confidence. Here's the I, thing. I think Drew Locke has confidence too. Like Drew Locke's not afraid to throw the deep ball. He just doesn't do it well. Um, no, and he knows that. <laughs> but he's not scared of doing it, right? Like he, you know, yeah. you, look, you look at a guy Mark, like Marcus Mariota, who just seemed consistently afraid to push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Locke's not that guy. You know, he just he just needs to get better. <laughs> his memorable career moment is rapping on the sidelines. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that says about his career. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, before we get the break, and I, I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, I don't know if you did. You guys see the latest in fantasy football punishments? Uh, it was it, it was floating about on Twitter yesterday. Uh, a guy who came in last place in his fantasy league. Uh, his name is Chris. His punishment was to go to a restaurant by himself but bring a large teddy bear as a date. So there are photos on the internet <laughs> of this guy. At, uh, it looks, I mean, just judging by the decor, it looks like an Italian restaurant or something like that. But it's him sitting at a table with a giant stuffed Winnie the Pooh bear next to him. <laughs> uh, and I believe it looks like he, uh, like he bought the bear a, a plate of mussels. I mean, there's, there's a plate of food. <laughs> In oh front of the bear, um, and apparently, and so, but you know, he, it was not just enough for him to take the bear out to dinner. Uh, which, by the way, I don't buy the bear muscles. Muscles are expensive. Like I don't that's know. insane. Top dollar. <laughs> get him like, get him like, a, get him like a salad or something. Like, what are you doing? Um, get water. But but on top of he he couldn't just sit there and have dinner with the bear. He had to draw attention to himself. So at some point in the evening. Uh, he had the wait staff come out and sing happy birthday to him in the restaurant so that everybody in the restaurant would turn around and look and see oh. that this poor guy was sitting here uh, by himself eating. with To, a, to the outside looking in, it has to look like he got stood up on a date, right? Like, yeah. Right. Like he, he, brought just this, crazy. he brought this big giant bear for, <laughs> for somebody to like give yeah. as a gift and that person didn't show up. And uh, yeah. that's what i'm thinking i'm like this guy's nuts get him out of here so uh i'll tell you this i still think that's better than 24 hours in a waffle house yeah and and i love waffle house i i've been on record as saying i have an irrational love for waffle house but 24 hours in a waffle house is a lot you Um, see some wild things 24 hours anywhere is a long time very true um you see some wild things overnight at a Waffle House, um, but uh, you know, props to to Chris for uh, for sticking it out and uh, and dealing with this punishment. Um, you know, he didn't have to get slapped by Tommy Pham, so I guess there's a there's an upside for it. Uh, all right, 
We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We will do our fantasy draft of things. That's next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Time for another F dot fantasy draft of things. Uh, this is our third one, and uh, Flory, we I said we have been pleasantly surprised at uh, you know the I, I, this was like a goofy thing I'm doing to fill time on the podcast in the middle of the <laughs> summer, but people have responded to it, so we give the people what they want. And you, uh, you kind of ran away with last week with the uh, the animated movies draft, so props to you for that. Thank you. Two weeks ago, I, I expected to get crushed, and water of all drinks kind of <laughs> saved my uh, my performance. But I felt really good after the the basically because I got all the Disney hits. Yeah, and I, and I know that a, that pleases a, pleases the the crowd. Right, and you know it's funny because so like you know, as the voting was going on, you know, stepmom Lauren and I were in contact with each other, and we uh, we firmly believe that uh, a lot of it was generational that uh you know that 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 people of a certain generation that you you really hit the touchstone you hit the the, the demographic uh of our listenership and our our twitter following uh, with the movies you selected <laughs> and us olds had a lot of, had a little bit of a harder time kind of connecting with the people so 
<laughs> this week, we're going back to the culinary well. Week one, uh, we did non-alcoholic beverages with Troy King. Last week was the animated movies with Stepmom Lauren. So this week, we're going back to the culinary well, and we're going to go breakfast foods. Uh, and so, you know, we'll, we'll do it same as always. Uh, four rounds, no snakes. We just kind of keep the same rotation all the way through. Uh, Laquan, as the guest, you will get to go first. Florio will go second. I'll go third. Um, and so, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go breakfast foods in this one. I know this was uh, this was sort of at your uh, your suggestion, Laquan. So uh, that means no. That means you got to step it up though, uh, because one, you you sort of suggested it. Also, because <laughs> through the first two weeks. We have not had a guest win. I squeaked out the first week's win. Floria won last week in a blowout. So, uh, wow. so we have not had a guest. The pressure's on. We have not had a guest come in and get a win. So, uh, so the pressure's on. So you get the one dot oh one. What is the first overall pick in the breakfast foods category? I'm coming in hot. I mean, it's bacon, man. Everybody loves was, bacon. It's the one on one. It's the CMC, man. That was the, that, that was that was the Jonathan Taylor pick. <laughs> like every, I, think, I, think everybody, I think everybody knew bacon was coming off the board first here. So, uh, Got to. all right. So, so bacon is off the board. So, Florio, I, I give it to you. Bacon would have been my choice here, uh, of course, but I, I'll take what I eat. With the bacon, my favorite breakfast is uh is chocolate chip pancakes. Oh, that was that was a fire that was a yeah. fire opening. Okay, all right. So we got bacon off the board. We got chocolate chip pancakes off the board. So I'm gonna go maybe a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I don't know where to go now. Like I I had something in mind, but now I gotta I have to kind of sort of switch things up. You know what? I'm gonna go with a. Uh, because I know pancakes are kind of controversial for folks. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to go with a Belgian waffle uh, as my Ooh. first round pick. <gasps> just a straight up. Snipe. I just got sniped. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got, oh bacon, we got chocolate chip pancakes. We got Belgian waffles off the board. So it's back to you, Laquan. What, what's the first pick of the second round? I, I got bacon and Belgian waffle. Like I'm looking at my notes like this is nuts. I just got sniped. But... <laughs> I'm gonna go a little heavier. I'm gonna go with the omelet. Let's go with a straight up omelet. Just a regular omelet, huh? With ham. Omelet. It's so like a like a ham and cheese omelet. All right. Yeah, All right. There you go. All right. Let's see. Uh, let me uh, put this here in the notes. All right. So we got a ham and cheese omelet off the board to start round two. Uh, Floria, what you got? Uh, I guess I kind of need a ruling on this, but I I'm from New York. This is a staple: a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Oh yeah. Like, and, and listen. No offense to LA, Marcus. Out here, they try to make it like fresh, and it tastes good. But I like the like bodega, like the yeah. guys, like it's like three feet of grease on the grill, and like they're just that. That to me is the best kind of bacon, egg, and cheese. There you go. All right, all right, uh, all right. So bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches off the board here. Um, so I'm gonna go. So this is what I was gonna. This is what I thought about doing in the first round. I'm gonna come back and take it in the second round. And I know it's maybe considered more of a a brunch staple, uh, but I, you can do it for breakfast. I'm just going with a straight up mimosa in round two. Ooh. You know, yeah, I think you're running away with this one gonna, right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, I gotta, I gotta see if I can incorporate the brunch crowd in here. See if I can make them happy. But just a good old fashioned mimosa. Uh, in the morning. So, all right. Belgian waffle and mimosa sounds great right now. <laughs> I was about to say, we're building such a great breakfast right now. <laughs> all right. So, we are, two, we are through two rounds. Uh, it's back to the top of the board. Laquan, what do you got for round three? 
Ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to go with some French toast. Okay. French toast. We're going we right. to throw that in. French we are, uh, this, is a very, this is a very carby draft right now. I mean, pancakes it is, and waffles and, good, and sandwiches and French toast. A lot of carbs. Uh, <laughs> a lot of carbs in this in this uh, this draft. All right. Okay. So, Florio, then the uh, the board is back to you. Yeah, a lot of carbs. I gotta, I gotta get a little side action going. So I'm gonna go with the with hash browns, which Ooh. I, Ooh. I don't think get enough love because they are delicious. They don't, they don't they get don't. enough love. They, they don't. All right, okay. So you got hash browns here. Um, so my third round pick, I'm gonna go. Laquan took bacon, which is not a surprise. Uh, I'm gonna go, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit uh, kind of off board, and and this is. I won't say it's an L.A. thing, but uh, you can find it really good in L.A. I'm going to get some some chorizo uh, with my uh, with my breakfast. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get chorizo in my on my third round pick. And, uh, you know, cause I got to get I have to have some sort of protein. Right. I got waffles. I got mimosa. I need some protein with my breakfast. So I'm going to take some chorizo here in the third round. Uh, all right, last round. Ra- last round. I'm, I'm basically just building a plate. Is all I'm doing right now. Right? <laughs> building my own plate. Uh, all right, so Laquan, round four. What do you got? So we got to go with the basis, man. We all grew up on it. Man, Lucky Charm cereal, man. We just got to have it to the dish. Add it right there. All right, so it's just a, yeah, a nice full so, breakfast. So you're going cereal. You going a specific cereal here? Uh, we could do Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Honey Cones. All right, all, all right. I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll give you cereal, but I'll uh, I'll throw some Lucky Charms here in the uh, in the parentheses just in nice. case. Nice. Uh, all right, Florio, your final pick. So I don't I I don't know what to officially call this. I think everyone kind of has its own name for it. Nicolette and I call it Toad in a Hole, but it's the thing where like you carve out the middle of a piece of bread and you put an egg in it. I don't know if you guys have ever eaten that I've before. Never eaten that. No. Oh, I I don't know the official name of it. But basically what you do is you just carve out the center of a bread and you drop an egg in it and you fry it and it is it's like toast and eggs in one. Oh, all right. Uh, that sounds that sounds kind of legit. I'm calling it toad in the hole because I don't know what it is, but I'm, toad in the hole. I'm putting uh because when you said toad in the hole, I was like pigs in a blanket, but then you explained it. I'm like, that's definitely not pigs in a blanket. So uh, <laughs> pigs right. in a blanket are really good too though. Pigs in a blanket are very good. All right, so toad in the hole. So now with the final pick. I'm going to go with one that is, for me, an absolute favorite. And whenever I see it on a menu, I absolutely order it. Um, everybody loves a breakfast burrito. But I'm going to tell you that what ups a breakfast burrito uh, are breakfast nachos, which out here are commonly known as chilaquiles. And uh, every, time I, every time I go to a restaurant and I find chilaquiles, uh, that is an automatic order for me because breakfast nachos are – it's such a simple concept. Like, hey, let's just take nachos. We'll put like eggs and meat and stuff on them. Like, it's just what meat do you get on it? Uh, sometimes I'll get chorizo. Sometimes I'll get uh, you know, like pulled pork or something like that. I was wondering uh, if they do pulled pork. Oh yeah, yeah. you can get amazing. like you know, you can get like carnitas. You can get pretty much uh, anything on it. But uh, yeah, chilaquiles, man, those are the best. I need to try out here. Oh yeah, you need to check it out oh. now. That, now that you're one of us. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're one of us out here so i don't know man this one this one's gonna be close i'm just look i'm looking at the selections here this vote is going to be very very close so i'm, I'm looking forward to us putting this out on twitter uh seeing the yeah. reaction and on top of it hearing from all the the people out there all the things we missed because that's that's also part yeah. of this thing is everybody where's the bagel right where's... i was gonna say we didn't take a bagel <laughs> we didn't take a bagel but i also felt like for me I, I can't be the west coaster with two east coast people and take bagels like it just felt wrong um 
it just it just didn't feel right, so I couldn't do it. But yeah, somebody's gonna say where are the bagels? Uh, yeah. There's gonna be something else that I'm sure we missed. We we don't have any uh, any seafood breakfasts either. No, uh, we don't. No, uh, nothing with shrimp or anything like that. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, so folks, you know, when we put this on Twitter, let it, let us have it. Let us know what we missed, uh, and let us know who won. Um, Laquan, it's, it was great having you. Uh, you are now our yeah. coworker, so hopefully we'll be seeing you around the building, and hopefully this is not the yeah. last time uh, we're able to to pull you away from the show. Jeff uh, Jeff Greenholtz, director of research, if you are listening, <laughs> please please give a carve out to Laquan to occasionally come on our podcast. We won't we won't monopolize his time. But we do, want him, we do want him to come back every so often. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah. actually, I got to ask you because you are doing other stuff. I mean, I know this is this is kind of your new gig, but uh, you know, for folks who don't know, what other stuff are you doing out there? So I'm still writing for Downtown Rams. I'm still out there doing videos for the football guys. And Pat Mayo, I have a show every Wednesday, every other Wednesday. I'll be on there. Uh, check me out with Seth Lauren and Scott Simpson. We'll be out there putting out the fire content, of course. All right, uh, and you are. So for people who don't know, Laquan is actually a Rams fan, which, uh, yes. how did that happen as an East Coaster? How did you become a Rams fan? Man, the, the first game I watched, let's just put it like that. The first game I watched, it was just beautiful. Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, like I came in when they were hot. So it was like they win the Super Bowl that year and then Nelly's getting hot with St. Louis and stuff. It was just a great <laughs> time in my life to where like, you know what? I love the Rams, no matter what. <laughs> so, have you had a chance to take a tour of SoFi Stadium? I mean, you you work literally right next door, uh, yeah. <laughs> to your team's home stadium. Have you had a chance to tour it yet? I'm going. I'm going. I, I want to say I'm going today at three fifteen. Okay, but I still haven't got that email saying I can come. I just just show up on the doorstep, man. There you go. I'm just gonna knock on just the door. Show up at the, you know, maybe if you wear like a, a Kurt Warner jersey or an Isaac Bruce yeah. jersey or something like that, they'll let you roam around there. Go, yeah, hopefully. Cool. Uh, Congrats on the Super Bowl and and apologies in advance for the week one loss. Oh, that's right. We got a Bills fan here. We got Bills. Stop it. We got we got Bills Stop v it. Rams. Uh, We're coming in hot. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a fun season. I I can't wait for that already. It's June. Yeah, it's June. I'm, I'm already looking forward and to that. June that we is have on trash the calendar talk. for probably the best game like that week. We have trash talk already on the pod. It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, Laquan, dude, appreciate it, man. Uh, welcome to Los Angeles. We'll be seeing you around, but uh, appreciate you stepping stopping by the show for a little bit. Thank you, guys. Thanks right. for having me. Uh, and for everybody else, that'll do it for this edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. Stay happy, safe, and healthy. Do good and live well. Take care of yourselves and the folks around you. And we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Yeah.